0: You're listening to the HFO Multifamily Market Watch podcast. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily information in Oregon and Washington. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch podcast. It's Monday, October 23rd, 2023. I'm Mike Pierce, Senior HFO Research Analyst. Today, we will be focusing on how nonprofits and religious organizations can help Oregon with its crisis. HFO's podcasts are sponsored by Gantry Incorporated, the country's largest independent mortgage banking firm focused exclusively on commercial real estate. HFO is your leading multifamily firm in Oregon and Washington. Now on to our second episode in our series discussing Oregon housing shortage. How will Oregon build 1000s of units needed for affordable housing? In July, the Oregon Housing Stability Council approved spending more than $100 million to build 650 affordable units in urban and rural areas throughout the state. The council approved funding requests for 10 affordable housing developments during its Friday meeting, prioritizing requests from communities that lost homes during the 2020 wildfires. The $103.5 million approved is less than half the amount requested by developers around the state, though. Andrea Bell, director of the Oregon Housing and Community Services, said the grants are a crucial step towards addressing Oregon's housing crisis. In 2021, a study estimated that Oregon needs to build 580,000 homes by 2040. And nearly half of those new homes need to be affordable for people earning less than half the median income. This seems like a tall order when there's a national shortage of builders, rising material costs, and stagnant incomes are among a web of factors impacting people's ability to pay for housing. Researchers say there isn't a quick fix to undo decades of underbuilding, and a nationwide culmination of socioeconomic stressors. Still, there are things that policymakers and regular Oregonians are doing to help ease the strain. Our neighbors to the south in California are trying something new. Religious institutions and nonprofit colleges in California could soon turn their parking lots and other properties into low income housing to help combat the ongoing homelessness crisis. The legislation would rezone land owned by nonprofit colleges and religious institutions, such as churches, mosques, and synagogues, to allow for affordable housing. They would be able to bypass most of the local permitting and environmental review rules that can be costly and lengthy. California is home to 171,000 homeless people, about 30% of all homeless people in the U.S. The crisis has sparked a movement among religious institutions that has been dubbed Yes in God's Backyard, or Yigby, in cities across the state with a number of projects already in the works. Here in Oregon, this idea may be, excuse the pun, but a match made in heaven also. Several churches around Portland have turned surplus land into affordable housing complexes for low-income Oregonians. Most churches have sat on properties with excess land for years in anticipation for growth. Now, however, more have begun to turn their untapped acreage into affordable units. Proposals, in fact, grew so common, but so frequently ran into hurdles, that the Oregon legislature passed a bill in 2021 to help clear the way. A bill that allows affordable housing developments to be cited on land zoned for commercial use, or that is owned by public or religious groups. The legislation, which is Senate Bill 8, allows affordable housing to be built in greater densities. Affordable housing projects often get bogged down in cumbersome permitting processes, but this bill would allow that to be sidestepped. A great example of a success story is a 61-unit affordable housing development that's in the works in Portland's Buckman neighborhood. Catholic Charities of Oregon is developing the project and calling it the Francis Plus Clare Place with partner Carnitas Housing. The site is at 1131 Southeast Oak Street, and is opening in June, 2024. It'll have 51 studios and 10 one-bedroom apartments. The complex will serve people who have experienced chronic homelessness and have complex physical and or behavioral health challenges. Rent for the permanent supportive housing units will be subsidized by project-based vouchers. Another example in the greater Northwest area is the United Methodist Church, which spans over 400 churches in Oregon, Idaho, Washington, Alaska, and parts of British Columbia and now have several active projects in Portland. The number of projects with nonprofit housing charities and churches partnering up has had a significant increase since 2021. As affordable housing becomes harder to find, many churches with dwindling congregations find that their greatest community gift might be their real estate. Hundreds of faith groups in the United States are using their property to build much-needed housing projects. For cash-poor congregations that face declining revenue and membership participation, and rising maintenance costs, developing housing can offer a financial benefit while expanding their social mission. Most faiths embrace helping the vulnerable and faith-based organizations have long provided housing, but it's rare that religious leaders have real estate development expertise and resources to navigate the often challenging financial and political barriers that come with planning and building apartments or houses. It's always great to see the faith-based communities interacting to help the community at large. Here in Oregon, the idea of faith-based groups partnering up with nonprofit builders may truly be a match made in heaven. Next week, we will be discussing how the city maintains affordable housing that's already been completed and ways the system may be improved. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new edition of Multifamily Market Watch. Be sure to check out our most recent HFO TV interviews. This week, we have Portland's evolving multifamily sector, expert perspectives on investment and revitalization. HFO TV interviews are available on our website or our YouTube channel. You can always stay up to date on multifamily news throughout the week by visiting or subscribing to the Northwest Department Investor blog, available on our website. If you're a multifamily owner in Washington, be sure to subscribe to our other biweekly podcast, The Washington Multifamily Market Watch, available on our website in all podcast markets. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Stay in the know with HFO. Listen to podcasts, read the latest news, or watch exclusive HFO-TV interviews. Connect to our blog, podcasts, or video interviews directly from our website at hfore.com.